you part of the crowd that goes to RV shows and comes away thinking that the designers of these units are enamored with brown and gray? Do you wonder if Elkhart, Indiana is actually the set of a 1950s TV show and it's all in black and white? Well, I'm here to tell you that the times they are a-changing, even if it is slowly. Stay tuned for what's new in RV design on this week's show. Hello, my name is Janine Pettit and I'm a girl camper. I go places and do things with other adventurous and curious women. We camp like girls in tents, vans, travel trailers, motorhomes, and even cars. We travel solo and in groups to girl camping gatherings, large and small, to bucket list destinations with friends, or on our own to wherever the wind blows us. On this show, we'll talk about the qualities of a girl camper and how you can be a girl camper too. The girl campers are having a party and you're invited. Stay tuned while we share what's happening on the back roads of America the Beautiful. The Girl Camper Podcast is brought to you by our consortium of girl camper friendly RV dealerships. General RV with 13 locations in the U.S., Setzer's World of Camping in Huntington, West Virginia, and Bankston Motorhomes with three locations in Alabama and two in Tennessee. Also providing support and sponsorship for Girl Camper is Campco Manufacturing, makers of over 4,000 products for your RV, boat, and tailgating needs. And GoRVing.com, home base for everything you need to get started RVing. And of course, our friends at Liberty Outdoors, makers of the Max and Mini RVs. Welcome, I'm Janine Pettit, Girl Camping Ambassador, Blogger, Adventurist, and Podcaster, and this is episode 188 of Girl Camper, the podcast. Well, I am just back from the Hershey RV Show and Open House in Elkhart, Indiana, where all the new RVs were on display. There's a lot to share there about what's new in the industry with design trends. Shiplap has reached Indiana even if it came by Pony Express. It's finally there along with a few other trends reaching RVs. On this week's show, it's all about the HGTV impression being stamped on RVs. Before we head into this week's topic, I have a message from our friends at Campco. There's still plenty of good camping time in front of us, but in a few short weeks, some of us are gonna be singing the blues and winterizing our RVs. You can plan ahead by this by ordering something that is going to make that job so much easier. Now, each year I do a thorough cleaning of the exterior of my Max before the snow flies. And I have done that every year with a ladder and good old elbow grease and a hand brush that I do it with. But Camco makes a great flow through wash brush. It has an adjustable handle. It connects to your garden hose and it allows you to reach up high and get all those dead bugs off without hanging on for dear life on a ladder. It has two different size bristles to do the job. It has an on off switch on the handle that allows you to control the water flow 
It's great for RVs as well as your boat in your house. So you can use it on the windows of your house after you get your RV all buttoned down. This is available on Amazon for $39.82 and it's another one of those great RV products that Camco makes that's good for so many other things around the house as well. So thank you Camco for making great things to make the RV life even better. Before we jump in, I want to tell you about General RV, the nation's largest family-owned RV dealership with 12 full-service locations, a massive inventory of over 5,000 RVs, and over 500 fully equipped service bays. It's hard to imagine that all this grew from a service station in Detroit, but that's how this still family-owned business began way back in 1953. Their sustained growth has been fueled by a commitment to provide world-class service to their customers, and they've done that by reinvesting in their facilities, employees, and processes, and always raising the bar on themselves. General RV has 12 superstore locations across the nation, including six in Michigan, two in Florida, and one each in Ohio, Utah, Illinois, and Virginia. General RV is the nation's largest family-owned RV dealership, and they want you to join the General RV family. Go online and check them out at generalrv.com, or just go over to Girl Camper and click on the link. Okay, we are heading into this subject. It was so much fun. The Hershey RV Show and the manufacturer's open house in Elkhart, Indiana are two of the biggest events in the RV world. Hershey is really the kickoff of the RV show season. It's the first place the public gets to see what RV manufacturers have been designing and building all year. All of the new models are on display for the first time and consumers get a first look at all the new styles, the floor plans, and the design trends. Now the Elkhart open house is something totally different. This is an industry only event that manufacturing puts on for RV dealers who are there to place their orders for the coming spring. They're both really exciting events with miles of RVs to look at. Elkhart is a little more fun for me only because it's a sales event and the manufacturers are just putting on the Ritz. Thor hosted a private concert with Keith Urban and everybody always has nonstop food coming at you all the time. Brick oven pizza and hot pretzels and ice cream stations everywhere. Every day they served incredible breakfast, lunch, and dinner to all the attendees, and I'm there on my press pass and wandering around, so it's nice not having to worry about food when I'm there. It's always fun when someone's picking up the tab for the food. Forest River, not to be outdone, had sticks as entertainment one night and Big and Rich on the next night. Sadly, I missed the Big and Rich event because I had to start home, but their VIP tent was so much fun. Lots of whining and dining going on, but really I was not there for that. I was there to see what is new in the RV industry and to report that to you. So it's really kind of impossible to look at the thousands of units there. There's just so many. I had to stay focused on what my audience is most interested in, and that is the lightweight towables. So I have two upcoming episodes of the podcast on towables that weigh under 2,500 pounds. Now, I had a criteria for this. You have to be able to stand up in it. So lots of people will say, well, so-and-so makes this. It's 900 pounds. Yeah, but I need to be able to stand up in it. So that was the criteria. Those shows are coming up. 
Then I'm going to do a second show in the coming weeks about units slightly over 2500 but still under 3k that I think deserve a special mention as well as a shout out to those really well thought out units that are lightweight and can be towed by most cars, but you can't really stand up in them. So there are some nice, really thoughtfully designed things out there in the teardrop world, and we're gonna be talking about those in the upcoming weeks. For today though, I want to share what's happening in the industry when it comes to design. So there are some trends that I'm glad finally made their way to the RV world. At the RVX show last March, there was lots of talk about who the new consumers are, who's going to be the consumers 10 years from now. Currently, millennials make up 41% of the RVers, but in 10 years, they're estimating that's going to be 75% of the consumers. As we all know, millennials have a different mindset than we baby boomers. They are more interested in experiences than stuff. And I know all of you empty nesters out there probably look at your kids and see that among many of them. They're more of the less is more mindset. And the industry is going to have to create smaller, more lightweight RVs to capture that audience. That's good news for girl campers because we want comfort in style and we want a small footprint too, most of us anyway. In addition to smaller and lighter, they're going to need to sleep more than two people. For millennials, they still have kids, but they don't want the big toy hauler. They're also going to have to get rid of those exterior swirls and swooshes and come up with interiors that reflect the design trends in European RVs. There's so much innovation in caravans in Europe, and some of it is slowly making its way here. Changes are coming, however slowly. Now, when you think about the design world, you'll see the parallels between what you see on design shows on TV, specifically on HGTV, and what you see in stores like HomeGoods and Target, as well as online companies like Wayfair. None of this is accidental. The shows drive the consumers to make those purchases they see featured on the shows. Designers of those products vie to get their products featured so they can sell them to the retail outlets. It's very, very consumer driven. So the trend toward treating your backyard like a room in your house is impacting the design world as well and the RV world. And that makes sense because all of the outdoors is a room if you're camping. We are there to be in the outdoors, but we want to do that in comfort. We're a wired society, and just being outside doesn't end that. I can't tell you how many times I'm sitting at a campfire with girl campers, and everyone is on their phones. (laughs) They might not be checking Instagram, but they're looking up campgrounds. They're searching for what to do in the area tomorrow. They're pinning a recipe that we just ate. It's really how we live now and it's not going away. And many of our home backyards now have this outdoor living area, outdoor furniture, lighting, epic outdoor kitchens, fireplaces, and even porches with outdoor TV so you can watch the big game outside. Now this trend has made its way to the RV industry in a bigger way. The push toward the plush outdoor living is really ramping up. I can remember just a few years ago when RV manufacturers began installing outdoor kitchens in a door 
and the side of a really big Class A motorhome or a fifth wheel. It seemed to go with them because they're kind of epic themselves, but now even small travel trailers are getting in on all the outdoor goodies. So let me tell you about some of the things that I love seeing being put on smaller units. First of all, the outdoor grills and refrigerators. These have been in the big units for a long time, but I'm seeing them now in the small units, and I got to say, I just love it. There is this door that opens. It would usually be our cargo space, but now there's a slide out that pulls out, and on that slide is your outdoor grill. Another pullout has an extra outdoor refrigerator on it. So no more wrapping up the grill and trying to wedge it in a safe place in the bed of the truck so it won't slide around while you're driving. No more refrigerator tucked on the floor behind the passenger seat that you've got to lug out and set up beside the trailer if you want to keep all your drinks cold. This has been a feature on large units for a long time, but I really love that it's now in the lightweight towables. In Tech RV makes a model called Soul, S-O-L, and this was an award-winning um, product when it came out last year. This year, they upped the game on it by making two smaller models, but by adding this outdoor kitchen into a trailer that weighs under 3,500 pounds. This is so, so sensible, and I'm so excited about it because that grill and what to do with it is always an issue. Another thing we're seeing on the smaller units, electric awnings. They're pretty much standard on all small units now. It used to be an option to even have an awning. I didn't order an awning with my Riverside Retro when I ordered it a few years ago because somehow in my mind, I thought I would put a real awning on it. In my mind, I had this vision of an old school striped canvas awning with fringe and scallop around the edge, and I wouldn't have minded because I love this look so much, getting up on a ladder and threading that in, because I've done that with my vintage trailer for 10 years, and if I'm gonna be any place for more than two days, I'm willing to do that. I didn't realize until I actually got to the factory and saw my trailer that I would actually need a ladder to do that. The trailer was um, an off-road model to begin with, so it was so high. I stood there looking at it and I thought, this isn't realistic. This 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 would mean I would not have an awning up. So I paid the extra money and they put the awning on me, um, on it at the factory for me. Now, most of these small units come with an awning on them. It's not an option anymore and most of them are electric. Outdoor speakers. Something else that's pretty standard now on all units, no matter what the size, Creating that outdoor space that makes your RV feel like a little bit of Club Med involves surround sound. So a few years ago, a manufacturer was giving away a Bluetooth speaker with every RV they sold so that you could listen to music outdoors. Now that same manufacturer now has built-in speakers on every unit outside and inside. Portable Bluetooth is so last year. All of the units now have outdoor speakers on them. TV capability. It's not the kind of camping I do, but I gotta tell you, I get it. No wrong way to camp like a girl. My Max has an outdoor receiver built into it on the wall. 
and on the wall of the outside. And it allows me to take the TV out of the front booth. Mine goes up and down. I've, I've literally had it up once to show someone how it worked. I've never, ever watched it. But I could raise it up, take it out, bring it outside, mount it on the wall, and spend a lovely Sunday afternoon at the campground outside burgers going on the grill, watching the game. And I've seen people do it. And listen, if my husband would camp with me and would enjoy that, I would do it. Doesn't bother me. So there's a cable coaxial there to plug cable into as well. It's two USB ports for charging. It also has a roof antenna for a better signal if no cable is available. These units now, they have everything that the big boys have and most other RVs in its class have it all now too. So it, you are wired for whatever kind of camping you do there. So if the game is your thing or you want to put that TV outside and you want the grandkids to, you know, watch a little Cinderella movie or something while the grown-ups talk and eat, there you go. It's out there. So we're going to talk about outdoor lighting for a minute. Outdoor lighting options have really come a long way in just a few short years. Not only do most of the RVs have the awning and the door handle and the step lights, but they're now all available in LED with all kinds of color choices. You can light it up in yellow or bright red or green or blue or red, whatever you want. The whole outdoor lighting thing, not an option anymore. It's a standard thing. I always say this, it's there really is no wrong way to camp like a girl. So if this is your thing, then go for it. If it's available in small units now and you don't love it, you don't have to use it. But if you like all the bells and whistles, you don't have to pay $200,000 anymore on a Class A to have these things. Now let's move on for a minute. I want to talk about the exterior styling for a minute. So overall, we see far less of the swoops and the swirls and more solid colors that are muted. There's definitely lots of logos and brand identifying graphics, but a lot less of the unnecessary and frankly unattractive curly cues swirling all over the outside of RVs. Things have gone a little more understated on the outside of most RVs. I also like that a few have been brave enough to come out with really, really vibrant, solid colors. Shout out to A-Liner. They did these um, two models. A-Liner hit their 35th anniversary last year. And to celebrate that, they did this bright red and another in a cobalt solid blue A-frame that really stand out. And I mean that in a good way. So A-frame, uh, A-Liner has done some really cool stuff. We're going to talk about them next week. But they have the hard shelled sides now and the dormers. I got to tell you, that bright red and that cobalt blue, I just love the way they pop at you. And they just look like really fun models. They're fun inside. We're going to talk about them. So the people at A-Liner, though, told me that they have had really great feedback and sales on those. And I'm so glad to hear it because it's a little bit of a risk for a manufacturer when you do something that bold. Riverside Retro came out with a model this year, and it is cobalt blue with silver um, accents on it. Really, really stunning. I got to tell you, it's a standout, too. Other than those two, I can't remember anything with a really bold color on it. Most of the units are the muted grays and the earth tones. 
I really, really just want someone to make a green RV. And when I mean green, I mean the color green. I have been waiting for someone to come out with a nice shade of green with maybe some just light uh, beige pinstriping on it and really muted logos and things. It would blend with nature. It would blend with the outdoors. If I ever design a girl camper trailer, you know that's what it's going to look like. I've just gave it away. All right. I want to move inside for a minute where it's all a little bit more fun. I'm just going to gloss over the fact that there are still plenty of blah, 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 every man trailer out there that the manufacturers try to build to suit every taste. So when I say the every man trailer, I'm talking about this starter trailer. Every manufacturer builds one and we all know what they look like. They cost like ten dollars to $12,000. You walk in a rear door, there's a little cabinet there, there's a rear bathroom, there's a little booth on the right, a little kitchen, and a front bed up front. So they all have this version of this. Sometimes you'll see a bunk bed set up in this thing if the trailer is a little longer. I stood in those at Hershey and I stood in those again at Elkhart. And for the love of Pete, really, I cannot understand this. I cannot understand why they just can't do these four simple things that would make that trailer look so much nicer. If you're going to build it over and over, then just make it in a way in which it's going to be appealing for everybody. So here are four things I think that they could do. Number one. Use a vinyl flooring that looks like plank wood flooring, simple enough. Really, sometimes people used to go in my Riverside Retro and they really thought it was hardwood flooring, but it was a laminate that looked like hardwood flooring. They're out there everywhere. It blows my mind that they can't put that in there. Number two, stop. Just stop with the brown faux cultured marble laminate countertops. I get it. Laminate is so much cheaper. But if you're going to do laminate, just do it in white. White is a neutral. It goes with everything. You put white in there and anybody can do whatever they want with it. Number three, don't use brown cabinets. So these cabinets are all stained. You know, when you manufacture any kind of cabinets, they're pine. There, there's no color on them. So they're staining them anyway. So rather than stain them in a dark color, stain them in a lighter color or paint them. I would rather have a lightly painted green cabinet or a lightly painted, um, even just even a beige. So simple enough. Just stop with the dark cabinets. And number four, choose a textured fabric with some kind of interest in it that is not shiny and full of swirls. I'll even come over and pick it out for you. So stop with the shiny, swirly fabrics. So if one of these manufacturers employed these four simple design changes, it's just my belief, if we could line those all up together and say, here's five different manufacturers version of the same trailer and they all cost about the same thing and they all have the same basic floor plan. If you pulled one of those out and made those design changes, I am betting my bottom dollar that it's going to outsell the others because people are just going to walk in them and they're going to go, oh my gosh, this would be fun. Let's take this one. Okay, so before we talk about the fun new stuff, I want to thank Go RVing for sponsoring our podcast. 
You know, when you have an RV, you get to bring it all with you. RVing lets you bring all the things as well as your family members and friends on your next vacation. Whether it's bikes and kayaks, your kitchen and cooking essentials, a four-legged friend or maybe two, or maybe the crafts or projects you've been putting off for a long time and you might be relaxed enough at the campground to just pull those mittens out and finish knitting them. Nobody in particular I'm talking to. To learn more about how I make the most of my RV travels, visit the Scenic Route blog at GoRVing.com. Find your way. Go RVing. Get out there. Go places. Do things. Okay, so I want to move on and I want to talk about what the industry is doing right. And I don't mean to imply that they're doing wrong because it's the RV industry's job to make RVs safe and they're doing that. Secondary, it's our job to make them pretty. So I'm asking them to come up with things that give us some good bones to do that with. So I want to talk about some of the things I saw that I really liked. I saw some design changes that on the more middle-priced and upscale models, because as I said a minute ago, those entry-level everyman trailers are still pretty ugly. So there's some actual home design trends that are making their way into RV design. So this past summer, I was in Elkhart and I had the opportunity to um, visit many of the design showrooms that the manufacturers buy their components from. This was a real eye-opener for me. So let me tell you that now I understand why all RVs look the same. In order to break this mold, they're going to have to stop shopping there. I hope the people aren't listening, at least the people who own the showrooms. Maybe they should be listening because they should bring in some more stuff. I can say that they're doing the best they can with what is being offered to them. And I really believe the people that are out there really designing things that are shaking it up a little bit are not buying those components at these showrooms. So here's a few of the home design trends that are filtering down to the RV world. First, I want to talk about the lighter wood on the cabinet. So it's all about the gray tones, the go-to color now. And it's actually a really good jumping off spot. Gray is a neutral and you can use that and go in a direction with navies and rust colors and it's a nice match. Or you could go in a lighter direction with more of the pastel coloring. It is really the color we're seeing everywhere now. So the good news about that is there's all kinds of accent pieces and accessories already available in all of the home decor stores that go with this color. This cabinet color also really looks great with the stainless steel appliances. So I saw a lot of units that added these gray cabinet panel doors to the refrigerator, and that does give the unit a nice residential look. This is something that manufacturers tended to shy away from unless it was a big behemoth, you know, fifth wheel. And they shy away from it because they're trying to keep the trailer lightweight. And although this is a nice touch, it does add weight to an RV. So moving on here, another thing that I really love seeing is some better hardware. Very contemporary looking hardware, faucets on the kitchen sinks, very industrial looking. The hardware has come up a notch and hardware is expensive. And in addition to being expensive, it's a heavy component. I just replaced all of the handles on the RPOD 196 that were raffling off for charity. 
more on that on next week's show. And I had to buy 14 new handles. The ones I took off were significantly lighter than the ones I put on. So I understand when you're buying 14 of them, just walking out of Home Depot with that bag, the bag itself was very heavy. So it seemed to me like the RV industry has been using the same three sets of handles you've been seeing in every RV for the last decade. But I did see some new looks out there. On the interiors, there were two design swings that seemed to be prevalent. The farmhouse chic look and the European chic look. Say that three times fast. So the farmhouse trend. The farmhouse trend is filtering down to the RV design world, and that's thanks to Joanna Gaines, who brought us the modern farmhouse design, which includes that stainless steel farm sink, sliding barn doors on tracks, and shiplap, of course, everywhere. I saw all of these things many times over at Elkhart. Riverside Retro did a fantastic trailer that I fell in love with, and I want to give a shout out to them for this. It's not a new model. It's their 199 FK, which is a model that I really like. It's full king up front. It's been out for a while, but they changed the interior design on it to follow what is trending. So Riverside Retro, good job. High five. First of all, the exterior color was the dark navy blue I told you about. I can't even tell you how pretty that was. And they kept their traditional curved design, but they added this dark blue. And I gotta tell you, I really loved the juxtaposition of these two design elements. In the interior of the 199, they had done white shiplap in the dining booth and over the bed, which made it look like a headboard. It has a deep undermounted stainless steel farm sink with really nice looking hardware. Subway tile backsplash behind the sink. I just stood there looking at this trailer going, ooh, maybe I do want to go a little bigger. My mind was a flutter with all the things you could do with that because it had such good bones. So when you think about the whole farmhouse look, you can go farmhouse chic, a very contemporary, almost a boho thing going on with it. Or you could take that and you could add all those classic farmhouse elements to it of really beautiful old vintage um, textiles and things and blankets and go the other way with it. But it was very, very pretty. Now, Intech RV incorporated this into their soul trailers, which is the other big design trend trickling down. And that's that sleek European look. This is standard in many of the caravans over the pond and is really best brought to us here by Intech RV. So you have to check out their soul models. We're going to talk about them um, in two weeks, but I really think they nailed it in the design, the use of space, the weight and the windows. So this is a um, under 3,500 pound trailer, but very sleek European design inside. I'm not going to give too much away because we're going to talk about it later, but shout out to Winnebago's new Bolt too, because it also really, really exemplified this European flair with the hidden hinge cabinetry and the highly lacquered cabinets. No hardware at all. You just stick your hands behind it and they, the cabinet doors come down a little lower than the bottom of the cabinet. So you just put your fingers behind it and lift that cabinet door open. Very, very pretty, very streamlined and serene. This is not a look I would generally like myself for home, but I really liked it in this setting. And at home, it would feel like a doctor's office waiting room to me, but in the RV, 
it's kind of very soothing. And isn't that why we got away to like declutter our minds? So I really, really loved it in there. Moving on to lighting for a minute. So the lighting is also getting better in many mo uh, models. They're obviously looking at new fixtures that feel way less commercial and just rubber stamped and much more residential. The industrial chic look was big in many units. A trend toward fixtures with lampshades on them was nice because, you know, LED lighting is very harsh. It may, you know, take less energy from our trailers, but it's... The gym lights. It's like someone snapped on the lights in the middle of the night. I actually put washi tape over mine to just tone them down a little. So the shade softens that piercing white light. In addition to just better fixtures, there's all kinds of lighting options all over the RVs now. So mood lighting on the upper and lower cabinets, which used to be a thing on kind of one or two trailers two or three years ago. Now it was just everywhere. Lots of ceiling lighting that you can arrange any way you want. So this they have this in my Max. There's got to be 10 lights in the ceiling. So when I hit the wall switch, when I come in, it turns all of them on. I can go around and individually turn off the ones I don't want to come on. So I can set my own lighting plan, which I really like. Years ago, you turned it on. They all went on. You had no choice. So I love that. Um outdoor lighting on the awning steps underneath RVs and I love the clear lucite handle on the door that lights up all very high tech too with remote control that controls the um, dimmers on it but also the intensity and color of the light so I can switch that over not on my Max on other ones someone who buys it can turn those lights green blue yellow whatever they want so th that kind of looks like um like the floor of an airplane when you're going down it and everybody's sleeping and you're going up to the bathroom and all the little lights are lit up. It's pretty. So lastly, I want to talk about technology. There's just so much happening here. As I said earlier, that's who we are now and it's not going away. So having the ability to use an app like the one that comes with the Airstream Classic to monitor your RV while you're out sightseeing, it's pretty incredible. So, you know, you've left your Airstream and this is available in the Airstream Classic, but let me tell you, it's gonna be out in the rest of them in the next two or three years. You're out, you've got the Airstream Classic, it's got this incredible app with it. And, you know, the wind picks up. You can, from your phone, bring your awning in if it gets windy. You can adjust the temperature on your thermostat. You can see what your dog is doing. If you're out and it gets dark, you can turn on the lights. You can control the shades in the vents. It has a boost for Wi-Fi and 4G LTE. It'll monitor your tire pressure and help you keep a record of maintenance. So this thing is really wild. I love doing the walkthrough on it. It's just so much fun. Now, this is what would make my husband love camping, <laughs> that he could play with this kind of stuff while he's out there. So in addition to this app that's being offered by Airstream, there's all kinds of other fun apps now that help you navigate, help you maintain and use your RV in a way that makes your downtime a little more peaceful. Also, in the technology field, there's just so much happening that it's just a few years away. I spent a lot of time going through some of the concept trailers, and there are motorhomes that are all electric. 
They can be, there's RVs that are going to be able to be towed by electric cars. There's so much research happening to make solar last longer and do more. And the industry is always looking at how new products can make RVs lighter, but somehow stronger at the same time. All in all, I got to tell you, I just had a blast on my little two-week road trip. I, I, I learned so much every time I'm out there. It was great seeing all my colleagues in the industry and being able to get a first-hand look at all of these things. Head over to girlcamper.com because I've got some great pictures of some of the trailers that we talked about on this week's show. Next week, we're going to be talking, in the next few weeks, I should say, we're going to be talking about our R-Pod raffle trailer. I, I, I didn't have time to go into that today, but so much fun with R-Pod working on our our pod 196, we took it from factory to fabulous. We're going to be talking about that. And then I want to be doing a couple of shows on what's fun out there in the new lightweight towable. So be sure to be tuning in in the next few weeks. I want to thank our sponsors, Go RVing, for coming on board and helping us out bringing great RV content to everyone. So check out their social media channels. Of course, we want to thank our friends at Campco, always on board, making 4,000 products to make the RV lifestyle even more fun. Setzer's World of Camping in Huntington, West Virginia, Bankston Motorhomes in Alabama and Tennessee, and our friends at General RV with 13 locations all over the country. That's a wrap, everybody. Have a good week. Happy trails. Happy trails.